Welcome to the Omnis Investment Club podcast. This podcast is for information only and is not intended to be investment or financial advice. If you have any questions, please contact your financial advisor. Welcome to the Omnis Investment Club podcast. I'm Rohit Baswani from Omnis Investments and here to take you through last week's news in financial markets. Equity markets rose this week, helped by US Congress agreeing to increase the US debt ceiling temporarily allowing the US to remain open, if you like, until early December. Inflationary pressures continue to be front and centre of investors' minds. Let's take a look at last week's news. In the US, most of the major benchmarks recorded gains, with the S&P 500 index recovering a portion of the previous week's losses. Energy stocks led the gains as natural gas prices reached record highs in Europe. The week, however, started on a down note, which could be attributed to several factors. First up, there were worries about the US debt ceiling, as President Biden said he could not guarantee that the US would not default, though later in the week, Senate Republicans had agreed to take up a bill to raise the Treasury's borrowing limit to $480 billion US dollars, which would allow the federal government to keep paying its bills through at least early December. Separately, Facebook and a host of related web services went offline early in the week, which may have impacted sentiment and the spike in oil prices was accompanied by further inflation concerns. Debt problems at another Chinese property developer also dampened sentiment, as did rising tensions between China and Taiwan. On the economic front, all eyes were on the monthly payroll report, which seemed to receive a mixed reaction in markets when it was released on Friday morning. The Labour Department reported that non-farm payrolls grew by 194,000 in September, which was well below expectations of around 500,000. On the flip side, we saw strong wage gains with average hourly earnings rising 0.6%, more than forecast. Weekly jobless claims also fell more than expected. Over to Japan next. Against the broader backdrop of worries about global inflation, oil prices and the Chinese property market, Japan's stock markets lost ground for the third week in a row with the Nikkei 225 index falling 2.5%. Share price declines were also due to investor concerns about the prospective policies of newly inaugurated Prime Minister Fumio Kishida. Kishida indicated that he might support a capital gains tax increase, which could be perceived as a step back from efforts to make Japan more shareholder friendly. Kishida has formally announced that a general election would be held on the 31st of October. Next up, China. Chinese markets were closed for most of the week for the Golden Week holiday, but were open on Friday, and the CSI 300 index advanced 1.31% during the day. Investors looked past the government's regulatory crackdown, property sector turmoil, and a nationwide power crunch and focused on positive economic data. Economic data on Friday showed that the economy appears to have bounced back and moved back into expansion territory. In other news, on Friday, Beijing ordered an immediate increase in coal output to fight the nationwide power crunch. China has been gripped by power shortages, which hurt production in industries across several regions of the world's second largest economy. News from the property sector also continued to dominate investor concerns after developers reported sharply lower sales for September with more announcements of missed debt payments. So let's come to Europe next. Shares in Europe ended higher despite significant volatility. The Eurostoxx 50 was up just shy of 1%.
inflation concerns stemming from the surge in natural gas prices dominated investor sentiment. Natural gas prices surged to record levels in Europe amid global fuel shortages, threatening to increase costs significantly for households and to curb industrial production. Stronger global demand as economies reopened after the pandemic, lower Russian supplies to Europe, depleted reserves after a cold winter and spring were among the many reasons cited for the shortages. Prices declined somewhat after Russian President Vladimir Putin hinted that Gazprom, Russia's state-backed gas company, might increase supplies of the thermal fuel to Europe. And finally, the UK. In the UK, the FTSE 100 was up almost 1%, pushed higher by energy and financial stocks. Once again, inflation dominated during the week. The Bank of England's chief economist raised concerns about high inflation, potentially being more persistent than previously expected. And of course, the energy crisis continues to dominate in the UK too, with prices continuing to rise during the week until Putin's comments appeared to stabilise prices. Experts have warned that energy prices for consumers could increase significantly next year, and the British government has promised to work with the energy industry to help them cope with soaring costs over the winter. On Wednesday, Boris Johnson admitted it would be difficult and it would take time to restructure the UK economy as the Prime Minister doubled down on his pledge to create a high-wage, high-skill, high-productivity society. Meanwhile, earlier in the week, Rishi Sunak paved the way for a tough budget later this month by declaring that excessive public borrowing is immoral and hinting that future tax cuts could be possible if spending is brought under control. So overall, equity markets moved higher across most markets. But inflation fears continue to dominate sentiment and will likely continue to do so for the coming weeks at least. That's it from me this week. I'll be back again next week for more. Have a great week. This podcast has been brought to you by Omnis Investments, which is authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority.